0: Well, I guess that's us.
1: That's us again. It's uh, And hopefully it'll work this week. Oh, it's working. Everything's... Oh, it failed last week at the end of the at show. At the end of the show, yeah. That's okay. We're uh, on. Yeah, everything should be just fine. Okay. Uh, what, what is this? This is the Rolling Toe Show on Trucking Business and Beyond. And it's the 27th of July, which makes it our 50... 50- Fourth show of last year and a half. It's (laughs) the last show for July. Then the last show for July. Yes, sir. Okay. And uh Mike and Kevin back. Does that mean we're gonna start vacation now? (laughs) You started your vacation in June. Oh okay. I'm just checking. (laughs) Just checking. We're uh we're just rolling along here again. Um got uh but just us today i don't think we have any alignment shops calling in shanna or chad or any of them but uh they're we're,
0: welcome to if they want to
1: they can they, they're welcome to anybody's welcome to <laughs> uh, we, we're not, we're what number that. would they call if they wanted to call it the number that they would call if they're listening would be eight five nine five zero three eight three five and that's the same number it's been for a year and a half they should know it by now okay. actually i should by now. I still have to look at it to say it. (laughs) I know nothing. I see nothing.
0: (laughs) My middle name is Schultz. Right. Right. So uh,
1: anything new and exciting in your world there, Mike?
0: The only really interesting thing was, and we posted it on our Facebook page and I posted it on our our Let's Truck page, is somebody finally found it in print on a Bridgestone document saying that the PSI refers to the minimum amount of pressure needed to support your vehicle at its maximum load.
1: (laughs) It actually says it in print. Good. Minimum pressure. They can keep denying it, but that's what it is. Yeah. uh, It's good with Bridgestone to come out and say that. Mm -hmm. I think it's uh, Michelin has different ideas about how Mm -hmm. that should be treated, but uh, that's Michelin. They all have different ideas, but that's all right.
0: (laughs) Truck stops, truck stops are afraid to over it because it might blow up. Right. But they're not inf- afraid to uh, deflate hot tires
1: yes. to get yes. it down to the pressure. As it rolls into a shop after being on the road for hours. At hundred and some degrees. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and deflate <laughs> it to a different- 160 pressure. pounds! You can have that, and we got to lower it down to 110. Yeah. <laughs> but that was the minimum pressure. Right. Not the hot pressure.
0: We talk about air point. a
1: lot- hot air we talk about here that we pass in. a lot of hot air what are you kidding we, yes we move hot air yes all across the country mm-hmm. that's our uh, sailboat fuel uh environment here right yeah so and we also talk about fireware and handling and sometimes vibrations lots of chrome and lots of uh what, what's our other favorite topic? paint what's that paint 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 why don't we talk about paint why not why not we don't know anything about it we can talk about it you know i going backwards to another conversation we just had the other day about your backwards wheels uh we had we had a wheel situation uh now a specific alcoa wheel situation and while i was driving across the state last week was it last week yes it was last week um I, I saw a vehicle that appeared to have the kind of hub covers that we're talking about for the drives. They clip to the rim instead of mount to the center. Mm-hmm. Of the hub. You kind of see that it's mounted there yeah. instead of like wobbling around like they do when they're attached to the center. Right. I was like, oh, see, now that, that looks like a clean mount. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, and
0: it looks like. But that flush. would be the rim with the niche in the edge, yeah. so
1: that it can grip a hold of it. right? It's nice and flush, instead of being just sort of
0: there. It's the one that flush the, on. the one that the edge of the rim with after you put the notch in it is breaking off.
1: Yes, uh, when you use it as a steer on a
0: steer on a drives, it's okay. The yeah. drives
1: don't no, so you yeah. well, I don't carry as much weight. But the vehicle, okay, so you have these half moon shaped uh, covers on the drive, and I'm looking at that, and I'm saying, I think that's the real. And I get to the front of the vehicle and he's got a steel wheel because I'm sure he had an aluminum wheel before, but he's got a steel wheel now and it's been painted black. So it looks like the half moons behind him. So that was, I thought that was interesting. That was interesting. Yes. Speaking of paint. Paint? Paint in wheels. Oh, okay. Was it a good paint job? It, I, you know, hard to say it. Uh, you Spinning. know, 200 revolutions a minute. 500. Two rotations. Yeah, 500. 500.
2: <laughs> 60
1: miles an hour has 500
0: rotations a minute.
1: Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. All right. Here we got uh we have somebody that did call in. Like you could call in at 855-950-3835 with your questions about alignment. And I think he's got I have no idea what he's asking about. That's uh <laughs> you never know what we're going to get here. All right. I think it's and I like it that way. it maybe. Oh, he's got a Canadian hey. accent. I <laughs> think that's the problem. Hey. <laughs>
3: hey, can you guys hear me okay?
1: I you can hear you fine. Like you're a little faint, but you're okay.
3: Okay. So uh, a little while ago, I bought some tires for my pickup. And they're, uh, ditto uh, Terra Grapplers or like mud train tires. And on the sidewall, it's got stamped in there, maximum tire pressure. Or, sorry, minimum tire pressure at maximum load.
1: Oh, that's
0: interesting
1: because so it, it said
0: right there minimum pressure at max load
1: yeah I mean, that's on yeah. a pickup truck
0: that's awesome yeah. Yeah, yeah but 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 if is that pickup truck
1: a one ton or bigger
3: no it's a half ton
1: a half ton mud train tires that's interesting that is interesting because usually those would have a expression. Huh. huh very interesting okay but that's uh, T that
0: tires
3: that was reading uh, 80 PSI was the uh, minimum pressure, but then my rims are stamped for 55 PSI. <laughs> uh, I, I,
0: I think we have a compatibility problem here. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: and uh, you yeah. sure get the weird looks when you ask the tire shop to bump your tires up to 55 PSI.
1: Yeah. Well, you got to, I mean, what was the max load that's here? I don't remember. It's possible that it was rated way higher than you were going to put in it. Did, uh, did, did the people that sell you the tires, did they mount
0: them on the truck?
1: I uh, know they did
0: Ah, so they don't care where they went. Okay. Very well, interesting.
1: Very, very interesting. Now, uh, is that
0: in the U.S. or is it in
1: Canada? Canada. 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 And there, uh, as we have heard... Their uh, requirements for whether or not you can work on a vehicle there are so much higher than in the U.S. you would expect that they wouldn't have made any mistake. Who knows? I'm not in charge. Right. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, very, very
0: interesting. Yes, sir?
3: And on the truck that I'm driving right now, yeah, uh, on my rear drive axle, I had uh, the two rear tires on the passenger side. They uh, were about 25% lost the bolt life, and the shop decided to put on one brand new recap and leave the other one there.
0: Oh, well, that's not good. Huh?
3: In, a, in about 20,000 miles, uh, it completely wore through the old tire, and only on the outside. The inside still looked fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was sitting at an angle, and it was just dragging the hell out of itself because of the two different heights of
1: tires. Yeah, two
0: different
3: heights of tires.
1: And then the shop couldn't figure out why the tire wore like that. Uh Uh-huh. So there's a book (laughs) that could show them. There's a couple books, honestly. There's, there's kind all of kinds of books care. if you look at tires
0: and stuff. The TMC has Radio Tire Conditions Guide that will go over it. There's there's tons
1: of books that will tell you. You don't mismatch heights of tires next to each other. Right. Really, really too bad. Which, but again, considering the uh, education standards of the Canadian...
0: No, no, no. We'll technology. pick it on the Canadians. I'm not it's,
1: picking on that. I'm it. picking on tire guys. They get that
0: rubber dust in their brain and they can't <laughs> think. <laughs>
1: Is that
3: it? Uh, that's it. After arguing with them for uh, two days, I got to replace all my drive tires, so it's fine now,
0: but... Evened it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe maybe that's what they were going for. They maybe. wanted you to buy all the tires.
3: It's a fleet shop that we have, so I, I don't know why they would do it like that,
1: but oh well. Oh. Oh well. Yeah. So
3: anyways, that's all that happened today, so uh, have a good day. And carry on.
0: you you do the uh, same. You drive safe up there. Watch out for the fires. Yes, and thank you Go for there. all the information. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that was uh, a different labeling on a passenger car light truck tire. Right. Which is interesting because Maybe the rule, it wasn't. You no, know, maybe
1: it changed the rules. Or maybe that wasn't a light truck tire. And that could have been. If it was a commercial truck tire, then it would make sense. I mean, they're asking for 80 PSI. So I
0: believe that that's be... a, sounds like a commercial tire and see commercial tires are supposed to be labeled that way. Right. But most of them don't say minimum pressure for max load.
1: So they just say
0: max load at this pressure. Right. Okay. So somebody sold him commercial truck tires to put on a, a half ton, to put on a PLT rim, which weren't even matched to the right rim. And uh, yeah, that's interesting. That is, yeah.
1: but well, the people who
0: it. sold him the tires, he probably bought it online off of a catalog. Yeah, just bought the tires and it's not
1: their problem where he puts it. Yeah. Well, it was the right size. So yeah, make it fit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. We don't have anybody else in the queue. So if anybody else does have any questions or comments about tires or trucks that they've been looking at uh, across the country here, the last, uh, some time, uh, our number here is eight, five, five, nine, five, zero, three, eight, three, five. And I gotta say, I, I had one other incident this last week. I was, I was, uh, it, it was a new thing for us. Now you've been driving around the country for decades, but I never had any labeling on my vehicle. No, you, you've had that, uh, that little red PT cruiser. Yeah. You've had the little black car. I had Camaros, had number, I had a matrix, cameras. not Camaros, uh,
0: Camrys, cameras. but I never had any labeling on the car that anybody know who I was.
1: Right, right. So, you never uh, now I had to drive across the state in my in my uh in the in the company truck with the MD alignment on the side. It says MD, yep. And someone driving along actually honked their horn at me in a semi-truck as they were trying to pass me on the uh, on the left. And uh it was it, instead of uh, pointing to my truck and saying, "You've got a problem." They were giving me a thumbs up. So that was that was a new one. I mean, sometimes when we stop at a truck stop or a gas station or someplace in a different part of the state or country, somebody will mention, "Hey, you're that MD alignment," but not on the highway. Yeah, we got MD alignment on our shirt, and sometimes right. they'll say something to us.
0: Sometimes this was interesting. Yep. Maybe nice. we should make sure that all the vehicles have MD alignment on,
1: on them. Not not necessary. It just makes us a target. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. For whom, I'm not sure. There's there's a very small, uh, what do you call this, audience or fan base, mm-hmm. but a uh, loyal and uh, excellent fan base. I'm worried about the enemies. The, the hunter and the beeline people. Yeah, the other Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, and speaking of the enemy, I think I had a, uh, uh, what do you call it, a subversive call the other week asking for information on a guy's shop where they've got a hunter system and where they're 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 doing the work there and he was asking me is there any way that that guy's system is holding him back and when i said yes there actually is a way that it's holding i mean you can do different things to make the equipment work better but you are held back by the fact that you can't recheck your work not the way we recheck our work you can't just back it out of the shop roll it in and remeasure right there. And he did not like that answer. Moving recheck is always important to us. It is. It's uh, it's, it's like doing alignment twice, but it also, you know, catches any problems you might've had with the truck or with your thinking. So we're back to the
0: old statement of why is there always time to do it over, but there's never time to do it right.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, in their case, the remeasure for an, another system is to either deflate the airbags and then inflate them again and assume that you have now reset the alignment.
0: I've also seen him jack up the axle and spin the tires and set them back down and say, okay, Ned.
1: Really? Oh, yeah. The, the logic... It just evades me. I don't understand. I, I don't but that. or or the other recheck is you took it for a drive and it still has a right pull. So you throw an extra caster in. Now
0: speaking of right pulls, the guy write <clears throat> to us on Facebook complaining that he's been fighting a right pull in his truck and he said this company alignment, he said that company alignment. He had an MD alignment, alignment. Mm-hmm. He had other people align it. He's played with it and still got a right pull. That concept assumes that the alignment always fixes a right pull. Right. Alignment frequently fixes a right pull. Right. Most times will fix the right pull. But there are five to ten percent of the vehicles that I've run into over the years that the right pull is not coming from the alignment. Not in fact alignment. And it is not coming from the tires. Right. Because he had switched tires and rotated tires still had the right pull. You can have a right pull from the steering gearbox on a power true. steering gearbox. There's problems that can go wrong in the gearbox that'll make the steering gearbox always turn one way and you're fighting that. You can always also have a right pull if the frame is distorted.
1: That's not, yeah, that's not a minor problem.
0: That's not a minor problem. And it does happen with a diamond or a sidesway or a twisted frame.
1: Aluminum frames. Yep. You
0: can also have a right pull from fatigued leaf spring, yep. which can cause a pull. So the, I was reading this thing and, and, and I was understanding that he was frustrated, but I was also given the the fact that he assumed alignment was the problem. Right. Right. And, well,
1: and I mean, that's a lot of what we educate people about during our, our training. And yeah. that That's a big problem. You cannot take 30 years experience and stuff it into a day and a half worth of training. No, you simply cannot. You can't in a week or two weeks. It's going to take time, and that's why we have a tech line. That's why we have videos. That's why there's more and more information available. This podcast is even part of that. Right. But um, oh, sorry, lost where I was going with that.
0: (sighs) (laughs) We, We we continue to educate you on the various things that can happen that can cause problems in your truck. Right? Pull is one. Vibrations is another. I had a guy call and send pictures to me yesterday. It's a leasing company. They had a single drive axle vehicle. I don't know if it was a box van or a flatbed. The inside edge of all four wheel positions were terribly cupped and worn. Right. So the dual wheels on the rear, you had inside edge on each drive position. And The steer the tires, you had inside edge wear in both positions. He said, what do you think? So I got him on the phone, and I said, okay, let's start with the drive axle inside edge inside tire wear that progressively works its way across that inside tire and then eventually hits the outside tire
1: right
0: is usually from one of three things one the wheel bearings could be loose right two the truck could be overloaded right three you could have a drive axle bent causing toe out which right. would wear the inside he said stop right there and i said why he says overload i said yes I said, if the vehicle's overloaded as you go down the road and you hit bumps in the road, the load pushes down on the axle, the bottom of the tires get pushed out. And as they recover, they chop the inside edge right. <clears> off. <throat> he said, this guy holds sand cast molds for engine blocks. Huh. I said, he could be overloaded. He said, yes, he could. And I said, if that's the case, then when your steer axle is overloaded, you'll get exactly the same wear. Right.
1: That's what the, the axle has to give somewhere.
0: In, so it's flexing and pushing down. I said, if that's true, and if you can figure out how to confirm that, you need to rent him a bigger truck. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a tandem drive axle. He needs a heavier steer axle. He needs something that'll carry this load to put putting in. Stop driving around or pay for more tires. When well, it's a lease deal. Oh, so. the lease? Yes.
1: yeah. So, yeah okay. You need to lease him a bigger I truck.
0: said, the interesting thing is, I said, we see this a lot on the smaller Mitsubishi and Fujo. Oh, yeah. Cab over small trucks that have seven thousand pound front axles have a single drive axle. The guy rents it because he doesn't want to get something big enough that he has to have a CDL to drive it. Right. Then he overloads the piss out of it yep. and he loses the he says, I've got three customers with that problem too. <laughs> there you go.
1: Now you know what your issue is. You gotta rent them bigger trucks. Right, right. Right. In in the class eight market we and especially highway trucks, we're almost always talking about the other two issues. Right. But Yes, you can overload an
0: axle. You, and you can have a lightweight drive axle that flexes more under the same load. I mean, you still have the problem. Yeah. The thing
1: is, these smaller trucks typically don't go over road scales. Right, right. Just Because you're, even if you are overloaded for the truck, you're not overloaded for the road. Right. So, but But they don't travel routes where they would go over a scale. Also, yeah.
0: So they get away with doing this stuff. I mean, look at a lawn care guy. Who bought is one of those little cab over things, yes, puts a flatbed on it, tows a trailer behind it that's too big for it, yeah. overloads the piss out of it, and then can't figure out why he can't get tire work.
1: Right, J M can't remember the name because construction companies do the same thing yeah. buy trailers that are really inadequate for what they carry, yeah, then beat the heck out of them. I mean, I suppose the rating itself may be adequate, but you didn't just buy a, uh, a trailer to drive down the road, you bought a trailer to take into all of your different uh, awful conditions. And now that you've put that much more stress on your, your little trailer axle, it's bent. Well, and, and if that skip loader fits on the trailer, you're gonna put it on the trailer. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how much it weighs. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> all right, we got two, uh, two call-ins here. Um, we'll go with the top one, which is Bob Ware. I don't, really don't know what that means. I think his name is Bob. Hello, Bob.
2: Well, Bob. Hello. How you guys doing?
1: We're good. Yourself?
2: Oh, well, I'm doing pretty good. I figured out good. how to get better fuel mileage out of your steer starters. Okay. You chrome them with nice. a can of chrome spray paint. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Make them slick.
0: Sure. Yeah. They roll better. And less less rolling resistance.
2: Less less wind resistance too.
0: Yes. Less wind resistance. No. Yes. No. yes. Yeah.
2: But going back to something I put serious the
0: on my bicycle. The tassels on your bicycle handle
1: slow you yeah. down, right? Yeah, they they give you a lot of wind resistance too.
2: <laughs> yeah, a little <laughs> a little bit extra drag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, I have to give a compliment to Mike. He referred me over to Acro Bushings about three yeah. years ago. Yeah, and I have to give a compliment to Jay, uh-huh. uh, who actually works in the warranty department because they had a fault or problem with some of their bushings, and he has done mm-hmm. made it good with me so well
0: that's good i'm glad, I'm glad now, to hear my, that to hear
2: now my other question is and yes light truck tires on my pickup truck do have mm-hmm. uh the maximum or the air pressure recommended for the load no mm-hmm. okay now yeah. back to steer tires I have tire wear on the outside edge of both of my front steer tires, and they started mm-hmm. to cut. Mm-hmm. And I don't, underst- I don't understand why. I have no pull. Um, with all the bushings in the truck and everything else, Everything I go straight down the road.
0: I, okay. What steer tire do you have on it?
2: I have uh, the uh, RM234 16-ply, which is made by, I believe, Cooper. Oh, we have a
0: Cooper uh, tire.
2: Okay, that's what I was looking for.
0: And you said a two thirty four 65 I think R M two thirty four is the name it's of the tire.
2: R M two thirty four is the, the and it's a sixteen ply.
0: Okay, and and what size tire is it?
2: Um, a low pro twenty two.
0: So it's a two ninety five seventy five twenty two five tire. Correct. Okay, and. And when it started wearing on the outside, uh, and is this a, a tire that has the quarter inch wide decoupler rib on the outside edges, or is it a solid shoulder tire?
2: No, sir, it does not have the decoupler.
0: Okay, so you got a regional tire then, okay? Now, the okay. difference between a regional tire and a, an interstate tire the regional tire is designed for a lot more turning, and if you wear those, if you put those quarter inch wide ribs on it on the outside, they tend to rip them off. So anybody's going to be doing regional, I tend to give them a solid-shouldered tire, okay? Okay. Now, the highway tires put that quarter-inch decupper on the edge to prevent the wear from starting on the shoulder. Now, I'm going to suspect that the wear that started on the shoulder of these tires was about the width of your index finger. Yes. And then it gradually ate back into the rib and really made a big cup, didn't it? Yes, it did. Okay. Underneath the tread, there are steel belts that support the tread. That steel belt stops a finger width away from the edge of the tire. That means that finger width is not as well supported, and it starts wearing down. And then as it wears down, it starts allowing irregular wear to eat back into the main rib. The highway tires that have that quarter-inch decoupler, the quarter-inch decoupler rib out there wears And prevents the wear from occurring in the main rib. That's the reason to put that little rib out there to sacrifice.
2: Right. Okay.
0: So I assume you're a highway hauler, not a regional operation. Okay. Basically, you've got the wrong tire. Okay. That's probably almost all of it. Yeah, because you lost all four shoulders, inside and outside on the left front, inside outside on the right front they started with the same pattern then they started eating in and that's exactly what a regional tire do when you run it on the interstate yeah in
1: fact you can almost eliminate alignment problems such as toe because it is
2: wearing all four edges
0: yeah it's giving uniform wear right
2: okay and one more quick question with we recap. charge triple for this
0: we, we charge we charge triple for this one i remember you sure you want all right yeah okay all
2: right checks in the mail <laughs> good, all right <laughs> But, uh, recap tires, what would cause the two seams where they come together to make a divot? They
0: didn't stitch it properly. Their sewing machine was bad. Right.
3: What, was it a dull needle? This,
0: yeah, a dull needle, bent needle. Uh, it works better if you use a Singer sewing machine when you stitch those two pieces together. Oh, I sorry. have absolutely no. no idea why recaps do that. Um. It's not my business. I appreciate you asking, but all I'm going to do is give you a bull for an answer. <laughs>
2: okay. All right. Okay.
1: <laughs> you have all a good right, sir. day. Thank
2: you buddy. You too. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye.
1: All right. All right, we have we have we have another one. Any recapping on any of that uh recap business?
0: No, no care to recap recap.
1: Okay. All right. And we'll we'll talk to Jeremy here real quick, who is from a uh, place and of an origin we we just don't know apparently. I hit the button and it didn't do anything. Maybe I'll do it this time. Hello, Jeremy.
4: Hi. Hi. Uh, howdy. I, I I understand about you know the finger width, um, where the where the belting stops and mm-hmm. the decu- the decoupler. Like is that where the outside sidewall? You know, the sidewall meets the, the tread, the top tread, that little groove, yes. that tiny little groove. Yes.
0: Yeah, there's a quarter-inch okay. wide rib out there. And, oh. In fact, a few years ago, Continental built a tire for the highway that instead of putting the quarter-inch wide piece of rubber out there, they just left that off. Which and the made tre- narrower tire. They made the tread narrower. The casing was still the same width, but they didn't put that quarter-inch out there. And so it looked a little funny. People thought it was too narrow, but the idea was, why are we putting that out there? We just don't even need rubber out there.
1: Save a little bit of oil.
0: Yeah, and people didn't like it, so they quit Quit making it. Oh,
1: oh I lost you. I'm so sorry.
4: I'll That's right right. I'll listen to that back, but now uh, you just came back.
0: <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> right. we're, we're back. We're, what, what I was saying was that that quarter-inch wide on the outside of a highway tire is designed— Yeah, a little, t- to a, a little one, right?
4: It's, it's like yeah, yeah it's a little one. It's, okay, okay. Yeah,
0: It's designed to. It's over the top of where there's no steel belt, and it's designed to sacrifice and protect the main rib. Yep. Okay. It'll always work faster. Okay. And then years ago, not too many years ago, Continental built a steer tire for highway that didn't have that rubber out there. They just stopped the tread where the steel belting stopped, and then. Kind of build the casing out, but everybody thought it was too narrow a a tread design, so they didn't like it, so they quit building those. Yeah. Customers. Okay.
4: Like uh, well, okay. So my wife and I have a debate. What she always looks at that little that little piece where it, it connect, you know, the outside
3: mm-hmm. sidewall mm-hmm.
4: meets that little tiny groove, mm-hmm. and she thinks that outside tread that meets there, if that wears lower than that little baby one, that uh oh, it's it's where it's it's getting of because she feels like it's gonna Harm the sidewall with that if that if the outside tread's just a little bit starts going lower than
0: no,
1: the no no that, that quarter okay, inch
0: that quarter inch wide one on the outside can sacrifice
1: doesn't hurt a thing doesn't bother oh. anything the main ribs are what doesn't. you worry about yeah if the if, right. the if the rib the real rib the inch inch wide rib next to it uh, wears faster than that little decoupler.
0: Then you, then you get a problem
1: you really have a problem you need to look at yeah it's probably yeah. pressure it could be alignment
4: but you um, have to look at that now I, I when you say decoupler, I, I mean I am talking about you know imagine the last rib of the tire the big tread yeah. the last one yeah. then then that little tiny groove that deep gro- the deep groove that deep tiny mm-hmm.
0: And, and then, then there's a quarter a little, inch, and then there's a quarter inch wide piece of rubber, like a little narrow rib. On the yeah, like outside. a skinny, tinspy type. Yeah. I mean, it's that's tiny.
4: It's, skin, even, that's,
1: it's almost that like that a A
0: rib. Is yeah, well, it depends on the brand of the tire whether it's real thin or
1: not. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. stone okay. many years back, the two twenty seven that we actually have on display out here in our office to play feathering because it was so bad. Uh, it's got it, its decoupler is actually grooved into the side of the tire. Instead of on underneath top of it. Thing. Yeah. It goes underneath it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Very good. All right.
0: All right. You have a good day. All right. Now I've noticed that some of the brands of tires, instead of hanging a quarter or three eighths inch wide outside rib like that,
3: yes,
0: they have extended the main rib out and the outside piece, like you said, is an eighth of an inch wide mm-hmm. and gradually gets wider. The further down the tread wears. And what they've done is they've pushed the main rib out over the area where there's no belting underneath it. The steel right. belt's not there. And we're getting the finger-width wide wear on those highway steer tires, just like a regional tire, get, because they pushed the rib out too far. Too far. Why did they do that?
1: Aesthetics. Probably. Well, no, they're trying to get more rubber on the road. I see. Okay, so the opposite of Continental. Right. If if, uh, if making it narrower to avoid that wear was bad, yeah. then making it wider must be better.
0: Yes. So they're looking for a wider footprint. Yeah. But the problem is when you overextend the rib past the building points, you get that finger width wide wear, wide and width. then it starts
1: eating into get the tire. So I regular wear. So I, regular wear. I, I, yeah, I don't think that's a good tread design. No. Now the two twenty seven wasn't. That's why they didn't do it anymore. Right. Right. Just, it looked like it would work, but you know what? It didn't. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, what they were trying to do with the 227 was get you the best of a regional tire and the best of a highway tire in the same tire.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the 226, it, I thought was better. The 226 was a highway tire. It was a good one. Too bad they don't make that anymore. It's all done. Oh well. All right. So we got about ten minutes left, uh, but we don't. No, no, wait. We got about twenty minutes left. Is that right? Which clock is correct? That one. Twenty minutes. 20 minutes all right so, so that's, that's long enough for me to get about.
0: a map i can get a nap
1: you could you you're a champion nap taker at this time i'm learning uh we got we got tire wear we got handling we got tires we got, got inflation got, uh, wheels we got uh we got overload over yes we got loads and uh handling and all the all the different questions in that range that we deal with we're not going to take calls on engines I'm going to do that. Sure. Call us. <laughs> call us. Bruce Malin is out there. but I'll give them answers that Bruce won't give. Yeah, you will. Because they'll be wrong. Well, I never said <laughs> they would be right. I just give them answers. And, uh, and Chrome. Chrome and, and air resistance. So we don't usually take… I know uh, what we need to start talking about. What?
0: DOT regulations. Why? Because we don't know anything about it.
1: <laughs> we just want to talk about the things that we don't know. Yes. All right. Yes. Well, if you have a question about something we don't know, then the number is eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. Um, I'd prefer handling entireware, but you get what you get. Uh,
0: we had we had a special thing going on here today in our town. <laughs> It
1: it had a lot of wheels and tires.
0: We had wheels and tires. There is a thing in Iowa called
2: rag bry.
0: It's the 50th year of it. The 50th year. It's a bicycle ride across the state of Iowa. Right. It starts on Sunday at the western edge of the state. It ends on the following Sunday on the eastern edge of the state. So from the Missouri to the Mississippi. And they pick different routes each year to go. And this year they came... Into Des Moines, yeah, which is insane. And they had fifty thousand bike riders show up in Des Moines last night. Fifty thousand—that's they're,
1: they're, an estimate.
0: That's an estimate. Nobody walked around and counted them, right? And they had a Leonard Skinner concert, and they had this, and they had that. And these people travel from town to town, and then they normally do a fifty or sixty miles, and then they stop in a town, and it's—it's it's like Hells Angels showed up overnight It's like locusts. Yeah, like <laughs> locusts. Right. Okay. Well, they came through our little town of Altoona on the way out of Des Moines, headed east.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: so they kind of passed through a little town. And we had all these bike riders and the streets are closed and you can't go anywhere. And, and any other street, some of the bikers got lost. Of course. And instead of being on the main route, they're off wandering through neighborhoods and through downtown. And there's, there's just everywhere. And right. we saw so many out of alignment vehicles.
1: <laughs> you mean I, the uh, you mean the uh the 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 support vehicles the, no no I'm talking about the two wheelers the little two wheelers they even had three wheelers they of had course.
0: recumbents okay um oh there was wheels wiggling and tires and down the rim and,
2: and oh. it, was, it
0: was ugly Anyway, that was our big excitement for today. They went through town. By now, they should be all gone east of us. Should be, yeah. Except the ones that were so hungover overnight that they couldn't get up and get going while it was still cool.
1: uh, I suppose that's an advantage to being in the big city. I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, great. Okay. Yeah, it was a a madness. Madness of uh, the support vehicles that they use for these. they, They only use them one week a year.
0: Unless they do more bike rides, because there are other bike rides around the country that do this.
1: There are, there are. Yeah. I suppose some of them might do more. Yeah. But this is the big thing. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yes, their their support vehicles are often uh, pretty shoddy. They're old school buses that people
0: have painted with a spray can, put a rack up on top to carry bikes and stuff. They carry their sleeping bags or tents they go ahead and meet them in the next town and all, they get all their stuff out and they camp overnight and and then they back up and get on the road again. Oh, Madness. Yes. Yes.
1: Yep. So if you, if you ever, if you ever worry that, uh, driving a truck is, uh, a bit of a pain, think of just riding a bike everywhere you had to go. That's a a different world. (laughs) Um, let's see, we still have 15 ish minutes left and <laughs> you look like you're about to go to sleep. I'm ready. I assume that we're actually interrupting your nap time uh, at 11 o'clock now.
0: Anytime after seven in the morning, you're after.
1: interrupting my, my nap time. You've, you've woken up, you've had breakfast, and now it's time for a nap. That's right. Welcome
0: to mostly retirement. Well, I'm, I'm getting adjusted to retirement. I mean, I've got a list of things I need to do around the house, I haven't convinced myself that I'm rested enough yet to do it, (laughs) but I'm working on it.
1: Yes. Daddy says that you've really settled into the staying home thing. Uh, Yeah, I have. the road warrior is staying home a lot. The road warrior left. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm still taking phone calls. Yes. Yeah. It's the great thing. I still get emails. Phone still works. Yeah. And glad to do that. From big companies. But to... the idea
0: of going back out on the road again, we had a guy up in Washington State contact us. He's got our equipment. Yeah. We trained him a couple of years ago. Things have changed. He's got new personnel and he wants training. Right. And he says, what will it cost to get us up there?
1: <coughs> and I said,
0: you don't have enough money. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that Chima? Chima. Chima. Yeah. yeah. Right. So we, we suggested that they look at the training videos that they've already got, look at the manual you've got, call with questions. If that's not adequate, we'll do a live Zoom training session. Yeah. And if desperation comes, we can go up there and train them. But or he can send somebody here. They can
1: send him here, we'll train him. But going back out on the road, I've, I've had my belly full of it. Well, you're, you've committed yourself to going to Sioux Falls. Yeah, but that's just to
0: drive five hours up there and sit down around a conference table and talk to a few people and come back. That's, you know, Go to Washington State, it's going to be a day driving, flying up there. It sure is. Stay in a hotel, rent a car, go train them, go back to the hotel, stay another night, go to the airport, check
1: the car, and then fly home. I kill three days to do one training. Three days for one training. Yeah, it's true, and that's why it costs so much. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, we have somebody calling in, uh, apparently from... Uh, the great state of Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah, so let's see what uh, they have to say. Hello, maybe Tracy?
3: This is Jake.
1: Okay, what's up?
0: Hey, uh, I only have a few minutes to talk, but I was curious. Mm -hmm. I have a tanker with the the suspension that flexes. And I'm curious if there's any pictures of how to brace that. Yes, there is. And the simplest way to get them will be go to our website. It's com. Right. Go to the contact me thing and fill out a question. Give us your email address. That'll come to me. And I'll use your email to send the pictures and the instructions on back and how we do that. Right, right on. I appreciate it. Not a problem, buddy. Glad to help. All right. Yep. Yeah, have a good day. You,
1: you too. too. All right. Yeah, and if, uh, let's see, as we only have a few minutes left here, if you do have questions for us now, obviously the number is 855-950-3835 for your uh, uh, tire wear related questions. But if you think of your question more than 10 minutes from now, well, wait until next week and call during the show. Or Or if you have to, you can call our normal tech line, which is uh, 515-967-5626 only had that number for a couple days now uh, a couple days a couple, days, a couple uh, got it in 1995 of of this is the this, <clears throat> just to give you a, a small short little history mike uh first put a tech line in his book the truck wheel alignment common man's guide back in nineteen ninety 95 and uh, at that time He thought that he was going to spend a lot of time answering calls from that book. And I needed to make some money. Needed to make money off of those calls. Needed to uh, dissuade people from making frivolous calls. You're just going to get the important calls. So he made it a 900 number. Pay for the call. Pay for this call. And he promised you that he wasn't going to talk dirty or...
0: Yeah. Or, yeah. It was not or, a, or, call or line. Yeah, it was a call Yeah.
1: It was just gonna be tech calls. Yeah, and it cost me three hundred bucks to set that up. Three hundred dollars. And yeah. I got absolutely no calls. No calls at all. Never. Not Never. a one. Then he changed the number in the book to five one five nine six seven five six two six. And we've been getting calls on that from the book, from the label that we put on the equipment. And that's uh, another tech line call. Giving out now, the number.
0: If you don't remember that number right because you're driving and you couldn't write it down if you need to ask us a question you can go to our website yes mdalign.com okay. and there's a contact me page and you can fill out the information and ask your question and send it to us and we will answer your question yes gladly yes yes you can also ask questions on our facebook page yes md alignment has a facebook page yeah we get questions there and if you ever get my cell phone number, you can text me a question. True, true. Or Kevin. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're always willing to help. You can buy the books. The books are available through Kevin Rutherford's Store?
1: They have lots of answers in them. We yeah. don't have an FAQ or anything like that. In I don't like FAQs. Yeah, maybe we should. Uh, there's more things that we could do with that. I want them to buy video. the book
0: and read the whole damn thing.
1: Let's say that again.
0: I want them to buy the book right, and read the whole damn thing.
1: Read the whole thing. Don't yeah. buy it go to the index and then find what you want. No, no. Read so the we whole don't thing. have an index.
0: Yes. And then you can also go to our website, and there's an online video library there, and you can
1: look at videos on the questions you might have. Right, right. Right, so we've got we've got lots and lots and lots of opportunities, but we'd really prefer that you wait until next week at eleven o'clock and give us a call and talk about it on our podcast.
0: Because if you don't, it's just me and Kevin talking to each other,
1: and I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> we've had enough of these conversations. Yes, we have.
2: <laughs>
1: All right. All right, we've got uh, just one more chance for one more call. If anybody has anything else they need to add or subtract or divide, the number is 855-950-3835. And if not, I think, uh, let's see, what week is this? This is a really wild week for me. This weekend is my sixth anniversary and next weekend is my wife's birthday. So I have uh, a very very important set of things I have to get done.
0: You you, you need to take care of that, or you're going to be in big trouble.
1: Right. I don't know I don't know exactly how much alignment related stuff is going to happen. I'm sure lots, but uh, right. so I don't know what to add. To that. it's going to be after that that things get a little wilder. Right after the fifth, we go to Colorado for the firemen. Yeah, you got to train firemen out there. we going to train firemen in Colorado. It's going to be fun. Yeah,
0: that's going to be on uh... the seventh. The seventh. So you should be back for the show on the
1: tenth. Yes, I will. Be. You'll be here for the show on the third. I'll be here for the show on the third. Okay. So I'm no not it's missing useless. nothing. Okay. All right. And uh, then after that, we'll have in-house training, and uh, at some point, very soon, we got to set up a retrain for all of our customers, especially the ones on the website. Make sure they're up to date. Yes. Get everybody up to date. Got it. Okay. Any right. calls? Uh, that's it. That's I this. think
0: I think I'm done. I'm going to maybe order some pizza.
1: (laughs) That's an idea. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we're going to leave it at that then, and we'll uh, catch up with everybody next week. Have a good day. Yep. Thank you all for listening. Bye.